bloggers AI generated? What's mac and cheese without the cheese? Where should you watch out for sea turtles this year? And what's Merriam-Webster's 2023 Word of the Year? Get the answers to these questions and more on this episode of Knickknack News, a news podcast featuring exciting tech breakthroughs, scientific discoveries, and fun, uplifting news stories without the political drama. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And my first story today is AI news. This is from futurism.com, and the headline is Sports Illustrated published articles by fake AI-generated writers. We asked them about it, and they deleted everything. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. We got you red-handed. Um... Yeah, so this, so I was reading this, this article was like actually really long and there was all this like thorough investigative work that was done into this alleged behavior by Sports Illustrated and other websites who are supposedly using AI generated content and, and also making it like making bios of like people that wrote the articles that are also fake. That's weird. And like not disclosing it to readers. That's because there's like the gist of this. yeah, there's certain like sports related stories. I feel like an AI could cover fine if it's just like yeah. this is what happened in a game or whatever. Yeah, but, but wouldn't like, you think just, it would make sense to disclose that that's yeah, what it is? Just be honest about it. Yeah. No, they're like making fake people that wrote air quotes the article. Yeah, that's it's that's, bad. that's the sketchy part for it's, me. It's sketchy. So uh, yeah, so the bulk of this article was about how. Sports Illustrated has apparently been doing this. Like, so people at Futurism were like looking into this and trying to figure out what's going on. And they got in, in contact with a couple of people that either are currently or have been involved with creation of content for Sports Illustrated um, and asked to be kept anonymous because they don't want people to know that they like said anything about <laughs> what's going on. Right. Um, but one of these people said that like at the bottom of a given page, they will just put like a photo of a person and a fake description of them. Like, oh, John lives in Houston, Texas, and he loves yard games and hanging out with his dog Sam, and it's all just made up. <laughs> wow. And then, um, and then they had another source who also said it's not just the bios, but like also the content. It's like the content and the bios together is like all just like. Well, it'd be weird. If, wait, are, so are they saying that there are some articles too that were just? The bios were fake? Yeah. Because that's also strange. That, yes. So, because that's actually like, why not just put the person who wrote it? That in? was, okay, so I went, this was like, this is like this long, like, investigation okay, where they're okay, figuring yeah. out. So the, um, okay, I will skip ahead to that part to answer that question. So the company that owns Sports Illustrated right now is called Arena Group, and they own, like, a bunch of websites and magazines, I guess. I don't know all the details, but that group gave a statement to um, the people investigating this, basically saying that they have content that comes from, like, a third-party source. And that source said that sometimes they put, like, a bio that isn't real under an article because they want to, like, protect the identity of the real human writers and What stuff. are they posting on like, Sports what? Illustrated where they feel the need to protect <laughs> <I know>. people? <laughs> But they denied, like, oh, we don't use AI for the content, but sometimes we, like, don't 
say the actual person that wrote the article because like to keep them like anonymous or something. It was like, what? Why would you do that? That's so strange. <laughs> that makes no sense. And in their statement, they're like, we're we're no longer partnering with this like third party. Uh-huh. The partner the 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 third party was just chat GPT. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> just the ChatGPT algorithm it wasn't even like a company yeah i mean the fact that they then deleted everything is so suspicious too just but like they did. basically okay confirming they did so I, sorry they i clearly probably sk- did it i'm skipping around all this it's okay story, that's okay sure. that's okay we can just talk naturally about it but there's just like a lot of stuff in here but um yeah so they so not only are the articles like like they clearly were written by like you couldn't tell like the way that it reads that it was written by AI and then um the people at futurism like looked up like there was this one bio on a bunch of the articles that they found the picture for sale on like an AI headshots website <laughs> so they were like this well, that's clearly <laughs> proves this isn't yeah right so i'm going to show so I was laughing so hard reading this. Um, so, like, here's one example that they gave, like, and also all this stuff got taken down. So mm-hmm. they had a link to, like, the, like, web archive, you know, where you can see right, right. things <laughs> that have been taken down. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the example that they had was, like, a – it was kind of like a blog post about volleyball and, like, getting into playing volleyball. And it was sort of trying to tell you about, like, good volleyball brands or something. Okay. And this is an excerpt from the article. And I want you to tell me, like, does this sound like AI to you or like a person wrote this? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Volleyball can be a little tricky to get into, especially without an actual ball to practice with. You'll have to drill into the fundamentals. I can't even read this. Thought. <laughs> you have to drill into the fundamentals in your head before you can really play the game the way it was meant to be played. And for that, you'll need a dedicated space to practice and a full-sized volleyball. <laughs> However, finding a good volleyball can be tough. Wait, that was... That was the excerpt. <laughs> what, what, what do you think about that? <laughs> like, so the first <laughs> sentence implied that you could... Or actually, the first couple sentences implied you could practice volleyball without a ball. I know. By just really thinking about it. <laughs> And I really like the phrase full-sized volleyball. <laughs> like, like, are there, like... I don't practice uh, with a, a softball-sized soft, volleyball. Like, yeah, I don't like, know, like, what there it, aren't other sizes of volleyballs. There's just one. Yeah, one. no. That doesn't, it's like, that was, like, what I'm gonna the go text ahead, was. I'm going to go ahead and say that sounds like it was written by AI. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, like, an example of, like, one of these articles that they're like, this wasn't a person. <laughs> and then I'm going to show you the bio. I'm going to show you the bio. Sorry, I'm laughing so much. Um, at the bottom of that article. Okay. You can, I don't know if you can see it that clearly. but So this is written by Drew Ortiz. <laughs> can you see the picture? I, oh, I, The yeah. picture I'm showing him, it, it's on my phone right That's now. That's upsetting. Just, it's, a kind of, it's kind of small, but. His teeth look very weird. <laughs> yeah, it's not a real person. Drew likes to say he grew up in the wild, which is partially true. He grew up in a farmhouse surrounded by woods, fields, and a creek. Drew has spent much of his life outdoors and is excited to guide you through his never-ending list of the best products to keep you from falling to the perils of nature. (laughs) That's intense, Drew. (laughs) Nowadays, there's rarely a weekend goes by where Drew isn't out camping, hiking, or just back on his parents' farm. Three things that are not the same. 
That is so funny. <laughs> so yeah, it's the it's picture. Like the, the picture thing. alone, but like that bio is. <laughs> it's like this isn't real. <laughs> I don't know. So um, yes, but this is one of the pictures that they like Google image searched this. They found this picture like for sale on like a AI yeah. website somewhere. So it was like okay, something that's looks proof off there. He's kind of staring into the middle. He's kind of just like in a way that is. Kind he's of staring in like a I'm a robot kind of a way. Like his eyes are lifeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. It's his teeth are just his front teeth are slightly front, showing. Just his front teeth, are like, mm, it's like not. Anyway, I'm gonna be him for Halloween next year. <laughs> You're gonna be this guy, Drew Ortiz, <laughs> AI personality. Um. So yeah, so when they were questioned about it, Sports Illustrated deleted a bunch of content like immediately. So that's kind of just kind of suspicious. Yeah. Um, kind of admitting you did something wrong. And yeah, and like the the point like the reason they're reporting on this is because like this is just not disclosed. Like it's not mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's kind of known at this point that people are using like text generators and stuff to help write content and different things. Like that's fine, but yeah. you don't just like fully use that. You don't just take that content and put it up without reviewing it. Yeah, at all, don't review which is it what at this all. Sounds like. And then make it seem like a human wrote it. Mhm. That's just un- unethical, I think. Right, so that, yeah. That's their whole point. Like that's why they're saying this. Um, and they actually looked at some other website that's also owned by the same group to see, like, okay, are they doing this like elsewhere too? And they found like more examples yeah. of this. So they're like, okay, so this group is like doing this. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's just yeah, and I just wanted to talk about it because it's an awareness thing. Like if you're reading things online, like yeah. and if something, something seems, seems off, off, like it's probably because it is. <laughs> yeah, and they, on this other website, they found I was laughing so hard at this. They found an article. It was again kind of like a blog post type thing about how to improve your finance status, and there was like a list of five things in the article, and every number in the list was just the number one. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this is obviously like so you're clearly like also <laughs> not paying an editor to do it like they just they just took like the raw output from ChatGPT and like put it on their website like without even looking at it like yeah that's what that is that's um, wild so <laughs> that was pretty funny to me um and then they had this comment at the end of the article which I thought was notable. They said, if any media organization finds a way to engage with generative AI in a way that isn't either woefully ill-advised or actively unethical, we're all ears. In the meantime, forgive us if we don't hold our breath. <laughs> Basically, like, people in journalism need to, like, mm. still be humans right? at this point because yes. that's, there's not, yeah, this is not a replacement for, like, actual journalism. Right. So. Also, it's been said a million times, but, like, this AI is not working it's it's not generating new ideas. It is working off of things that already exist and just Correct. forming them into like new sentences, basically. Yes. And not very well. And not very well. <laughs> so, yeah. It's bad. My first story this week is mac and cheese news. This is from CNN. And the headline is, Kraft's newest mac and cheese is ditching cheese. I don't understand, and you'll have to explain. Yeah, it's kind of a misleading headline. So, <laughs> okay. for the first time ever, Kraft Mac and Cheese is going plant-based. 
with a new version of the boxed favorite that contains a dairy-free alternative to its signature cheese. So it still has a cheese-like substance in it, which you could argue that the current stuff also has a cheese-like substance in it. cheese-like substance. So I don't know how much of a change this really (laughs) is, Um, except that that old one actually involves dairy, whereas this one does not. It's called Kraft, not mac and cheese. Okay. Or at least that's what this article said, but the box doesn't say that, so I don't really know where they Uh got that from. Um, It'll soon be on grocery store shelves in two flavors, original and white cheddar, um, hmm. Each priced at three forty nine a box. Uh, they partnered with a company called Notco, which is a company that makes plant based foods. Okay. Um, they said in a press release that less than thirty percent of consumers end up becoming repeat purchasers of similar plant based mac and cheese products because quote text and taste taste and texture text and t- text and texture no. <laughs> taste text and texture. <laughs> Thanks, brain. Taste and texture remain their largest pain points. So, like, a lot of people don't go back because it doesn't taste like or feel like mac and cheese, which, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, uh, the company believes, though, that their iconic craft mac, uh, mac and cheese brand will address consumers' uh, plant-based preferences and evolving needs with its creamy texture that buyers are familiar with. So, basically, they, they're like, we tried to make it as much like our product as is possible, which... Like they're also kind of working on an advantage because it already like their stuff already kind of is like pretty artificial <laughs> looking and tasting. So mm-hmm. I feel like if you can appro- <laughs> if you can approximate that, like good. <laughs> their advantage is that the baseline that they're working off of right. is already they're not like, trying low to standard. make it look like real cheese. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, true though. That's true. But yeah, they said the vegan cheese sauce is made with fava bean protein and coconut oil powder. Uh, creating a sauce that has a similar taste, look, and feel to its dairy-based mac and cheese. Mm. This is what the boxes look like. And they say, not cheese, in big letters. Not cheese, and it says plant-based at the top, too. Yeah, and at the bottom. Oh, yeah, and, okay. Yeah. All the, right, The all white right. cheddar one is called white cheddar style, <laughs> because they probably can't actually say it's white cheddar. Cause it's oh, not. yep, yep. Um, but yeah. All I'm, right. I'm kind of curious. I kind of want to try it. Like to see if I can tell the difference because I bet I can. <laughs> I'd be willing to try it, and also I probably definitely can tell. Maybe the we, we should do a blind taste test. <laughs> <gasps> we haven't done one of those in a while. It's been a really long time, actually. Yeah. Okay, so just do a taste test of like regular craft mac yeah. and cheese, and like the. I have some regular craft mac and cheese at home, so I just need to get some of this new stuff. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, we have to remember this time. Yes. Because <laughs> we keep running into these, and then I forget about it. Yeah. I don't know, but I'll, I'm I'll excited. Put a, I'll put a Let's reminder in my phone right after this. Okay. And yeah, we'll do it. I'm excited. Okay. Okay, my next story is sea turtle news. <laughs> this is from cbsnews.com, and the headline is, Sea turtle nests break records on Florida U.S. beaches. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's an uplifting story. Yay. Yay. So this year, um, the, I guess the, the numbers for the year are in, and record turtle nesting was found in Florida, and actually in some other places as well, despite growing concern about threats from climate change, which are affecting a lot of animals. Mm-hmm. But in Florida, um, the statistics are showing somewhere around 133,840 loggerhead turtle nests, which is 
a lot. That's yeah. breaking the record of the last measurement, which was set in 2016. Those are like one of the most endangered sea turtles there are, too. Mm-hmm. And green turtles also um, had a high number. The estimate was about 76,500 nests reported. And that number is supposedly well above the previous record set in 2017. So it's good. Um, yeah. There's lots of lots of turtle nests. Um, and this article said that high sea turtle nest numbers have also been reported in South Carolina, Alabama, North Carolina, and Georgia. So it's all good news. Um, some background is that there are, but I didn't know this actually, there are seven species of sea turtles. Loggerhead, green, leatherback, hawksbill, Kemp's ridley, olive ridley, and flatback. Huh. I haven't heard of those last three. <laughs> those the last three? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I've heard of green turtles, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, green for sure. And then the leatherback know. and the loggerhead. Yeah. Or yeah. you forgot the other one. Uh, Hawksbill. Yes, I have heard of those before, too. And then, yeah, Kemp's Ridley and Olive Ridley. Hmm. I don't know. And then flatback turtles. So, yeah, so there's seven species, and they are all considered to be either um, either endangered or threatened, all mm. of them. So. Yeah. We definitely want to protect the turtles. Um, and this article also mentioned that Florida is known as one of the most important hatcheries for loggerheads specifically in the whole world. So it's a really important location for them. And only about one in a thousand sea turtle hatchlings actually live to adulthood because oh. of all the predators that they have. Yeah. Well, even in that just like initial mad dash from the beach to the water, yeah. I'm sure a lot of them, which is part of the reason it's so important for them to have like so many Right. Baby turtles. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of them, right, a lot of them don't make it to the water. Because that's, if you know about turtles, it's, it's sad. But yeah, they have yeah. to make it to the water and there's predators. But then even once they're in the water, there's also predators too. So, right. Have you, you've seen a picture of a leatherback turtle before? Probably. They're I so cool. Up. They're like huge. Oh, they're those huge ones. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those before. And that might that's be cool. what I was thinking of when I, when you initially said loggerhead. I'm not sure. Look up a loggerhead turtle. Yeah, I'm trying to see with. Okay, I know that one I'm less familiar with, but I've heard the name before. Oh, okay. I think I've seen that too, actually. They're so cute. They are very cute. I like turtles. Little turtles with their little flappers. Yeah. My next story is dictionary news. This is from Upworthy.com, and the headline is Merriam-Webster announced the 2023 Word of the Year, and it says a lot about today's world. I'm sure it does. Yeah, that's kind of the point, (laughs) Merriam-Webster. Or, I guess, Upworthy. I shouldn't. I shouldn't throw shade at Merriam-Webster for that. Uh, So the wordsmiths over at Merriam-Webster have announced their official word of the year for 2023, and they say it's something we are, quote, thinking about, writing about, aspiring to, and judging more than ever. Oh, now I want to guess what it is. Okay, Okay, wait. Say that sentence again. What what is it? They say it's something that we are thinking about, writing about, aspiring to, and judging more than ever. We're aspiring to, but also judging it? Yes. This is too hard. I give up. <laughs> the word is authentic. So oh. like authenticity. We're all aspiring to be more authentic, but also judging more frequently. Okay. So, Interesting. 
Yeah, they said, according to the dictionary, the most common definitions of authentic are not false or or imitation, uh, being true to one's own personality, spirit, or character, and worthy of acceptance or belief as conforming to or based on fact. Authentic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, So, yeah, they said the word saw a substantial increase in lookups this year. Uh, and mentioned that it's also seen as a commodity at a time when influencers build their brands on social media while attempting to seamlessly pitch their quote fav- favorite products because there's like that whole thing of like influencers being like this is my new favorite thing and it's just like product placement and it's mm-hmm. like um, mm-hmm. I thought this was just an interesting stat that they just kind of threw into the story. They said these days the average person scrolls through over 43 feet of content every day on social media. <laughs> 43 feet? feet. Isn't that <laughs> an interesting way to measure content? Yes, that is interesting. Um, Haven't heard that before. Now I'm thinking about it. Now I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So they said because people are seeing so much, it's like easier to spot when people are not necessarily being completely authentic and true to themselves. So I guess that's probably I true. I agree with that. But I also think. I feel like they kind of just wanted to get that stat in there for... So they could link to another article. Um, but <laughs> They're not being authentic. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> this is an this is an authentic. Um, so yeah, that's the word of the year. But they also highlighted some other words that trended in 2023. Those included Riz, which I don't remember if we've talked about on the podcast. Riz. Have you not heard Riz? I don't know. It's it's real popular with the young folks. Apparently, I don't think I know that word. Oh no, it's like Riz as in charisma. Because, oh. like, if somebody has a lot of riz, they have a lot of, like, appeal or charm. Okay. And you can also use that as a verb, apparently. Oh, what does it mean as a verb? Like, you can... It's, I think it's called rizzing somebody up. It's, like, flirting with them. Yeah, I definitely don't know this word. Okay. But okay. All right. I'm, I might I have just you. said that and just completely revealed I don't know what I'm talking about, too. <laughs> yeah, I think I, that's... I think... Because they said I here, like, you. to charm or seduce is, like, the verb you said. Oh, okay. So it's, like... Basically, okay, that makes sense. Um, flirting in a charismatic way. Um, mm-hmm. So they mentioned deep fake was another one, okay. which is an altered image or recording that convincingly misrepresents someone's actions or words. Um, they're getting better, which is scary. That's another place where AI has yeah. the potential to cause some real problems. Um, coronation, because of the coronation that happened this year, which I forgot about until I read this article. <laughs> Uh, is that bad that I also forget? Yeah, about it? <laughs> so many things happened this year, Alex. Um, it's been a long year. Uh, dystopian, which I don't need to explain. Uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, abbreviation EGOT. Are you familiar with the abbreviation EGOT? Uh, maybe. So it means it, it spiked in February when Viola Davis won a Grammy for the audiobook version of her memoir, which made her one of the 18 people to achieve an EGOT which is winning an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, There's a yes. whole uh, storyline about Tracy Jordan in 30 Rock trying to EGOT, <laughs> and it's very good. Um, that's awesome. That's like the, where I've definitely seen the most. I think other famous people who have done it are like Whoopi Goldberg did. Um, I'm trying to think who else. It's like a handful of people that, uh, 18, have who have done it. Yeah, so, um, that's cool. And I think reading your the audiobook version of your memoir is not, she's not the first person I think to do that in order to win a Grammy. Um, <laughs> so the, they said X was one of the words that trended in the year because of the Twitter rebrand. I'm like, how does the letter X trend? I, 
It's weird. No, the letter X is not a word. I stick by my statement. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 And it's still, I refuse. It's still Twitter to me. I, I refuse like, to. They're never go. It's never going to stop being like somebody saw an X parentheses formerly known as Twitter because nobody knows what they're talking about when they just say X because nobody uses it. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> follow us on <laughs> follow on us on X. Um, <laughs> and uh, doppelganger was also one, and they gave some reasons oh. why, but I did not recognize them, so I didn't include them. So hmm. okay, but that was just one that was on there, and I thought it was kind of weird. But yeah, yeah, it was weird. That's the uh, authentic list of words that were trending this year, according to Merriam-Webster. Yeah, interesting. Some of those I feel like almost should have been from like a couple years ago. Yeah. Like dystopian. (laughs) (laughs) Dystopian's kind of an ongoing. It's an an ongoing situation. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) And that's all I'll say about that. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. If you want to share a story with us about inauthentic authenticity or anything else, you can send us an email at knickknacknews at gmail.com. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.